0: Moscow and Washington, where we can actually move this forward. And it is in Stefan de Mistura's time that you have John Kerry, whose months are counted in his uh, in his time to be able to make a difference in the world, and you have the Russians, fearing another Afghanistan, who don't want this to go on indefinitely. So you have two countries who really do want to see an end to this war. But the, the fly in the ointment, if you like, and we're getting more details about these very difficult six hours of talks, and I think, Owen, one of the most interesting Interesting details I've heard in the last hour is that when they went through at one of the most difficult points in the negotiations and listed the besieged areas, the hard to reach areas where there would have to be a cessation of hostilities, delivery of aid, Russia put its foot down and said Aleppo will not be included. I spoke to a very angry defense minister from a Western country, which said, why did the foreign minister of my country agree to that? Aleppo should have been there. Why didn't the other foreign minister? Why didn't John Kerry, so anxious for a deal, say, no, Aleppo is the litmus test of your commitment to this deal. So Russia will continue to bomb it. What it says are terrorist groups, Jabhat al-Nusra, the Al-Qaeda group and Islamic State. And in the process, other groups will also be hit as well.
1: And that was Lise Doucette. Well, although the U.S. Secretary of State, John Kerry, is one of the sponsors of this deal, his colleague, the Defense Secretary, Ash Carter, has been sounding a note of caution about it. The Russians are way off track in Syria. They have been from the very beginning. They so why said, do you trust They them said on they, this? they were going to. Well, we'll see uh, whether they implement the agreement they signed up with. Uh, So we'll just see in a week. But that's what they said they would do. We'll see whether they do it. Uh, But more broadly in Syria, they said that they were going to come in and fight ISIL, and they didn't. Uh, Instead, they joined the civil war uh, and fueled the civil war. Uh, That was a negative contribution, not a positive contribution. Let's hope they can, on the humanitarian side, uh, in a week, contribute to, in a humanitarian way, in a positive way. Well, to discuss Russia's Syria uh, actions in Syria, I've been speaking with Andrei Klimov. Now, he is a member of the Russian Duma and, in fact, is deputy chairman of the Committee on Foreign Affairs. So, what's his interpretation of what has been agreed in Munich?
2: Now, we have, uh,
1: now we have a kind of consensus between the Russian and Federation
2: consensus and the United States about a ceasefire, not ending our anti-terrorist operation in cooperation with our partners from fire. the West. So, this is not about, about peace about for terror. ISIL for this terrorist state it is about a platform for peaceful negotiation between operation. both sides of the political conflict in Syria
1: i'm just a bit confused as to what difference this makes cuz when russia went into syria it said it was only going to fight the terrorists in the russian language and and you're still saying that so so what's changed of
2: course we know about conflict between
1: of course mr. we know about
2: conflict between mr assad and a lot of politicians in syria This is not a secret. And certainly, the aim for Mr. Assad is not the same as the aims of Mr. Putin. For Russia, the main thing is the end of terror, the end of this terrorist state and stabilisation of the political situation in Syria. This is our aim. Mr. Assad maybe has some other aims, not just one. So that is why, when we are speaking about ceasefire, we are speaking about ceasefire among people who are on the different sides of this political competition in Syria. We're not speaking about ceasefire with terrorists. This is different. We know who the terrorists are in this country. And I believe that
1: Americans had the same vision of this terrorist group. Well, what's fascinating about what you've just said is that the Americans have moved from Assad must go now to a much more general phrase, a political transition. And you are now saying... That it Russia's interests are not the same as Assad's. I mean, that really does suggest both sides are moving together.
2: I can tell that now. I can tell that now. We have very good common starting points. It's something new in this long story. Now our position
1: is much closer than it was even even some weeks ago. Yes. Well, let me just explore that a bit further. If your interests are not the same as Mr. Assad's, in what respect? Do they differ?
2: I can tell you
1: that we, have, you some that Kremlin, we have some
2: common aims, uh, and the Kremlin is, is like, not the same as the government in Syria. Of For us, Syria is in an independent the state. He is the leader of the Middle acting East, government of this state. Of course, we have not just only common things, so this is not about the political future of Assad. This is about the political future of the Middle East, and we'd like to have peace in the Middle East, because it is our neighbouring state. We are much closer to this place than you to London or New York, so for us. Much-